Maybe you're at a crossroads right now in your business. You love what you do, but the success has not quite come like you thought it would. The fatigue is setting in and so is the frustration. Learning to trust yourself and divine timing will absolutely change how you approach your business and will create so much more joy and fun in your life. Are you ready to take courageous steps to create a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, an empowerment coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach individuals across the globe who are ready to own their life and make a massive impact. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, my hope is that the Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Hey there, welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. This summer, I've been loving new podcasts and I am sharing some of my favorites with you. This week, I wanna highlight The Embodied Entrepreneur by Natalie Barnett. What an incredible podcast. This is so different than anything you've heard before because Natalie has a really unique approach when it comes to business. It's really encompassing your mind, your body, and your business. So check out The Embodied Entrepreneur. What if you had more self-care SOPs in your business than your typical business building activities? What if your meal planning, daily walks, and meditation were actually just as mission critical as your messaging, offer creation, and networking? I'm Natalie Barnett, host of the Embodied Entrepreneur Podcast, and I'm here to tell you that those self-care activities are the major drivers of your sustainable business success. Tune in each week for inspiring stories and tangible tips to help you step into new levels of success with a holistic mind, body, and business approach. You know, I've been thinking a lot this summer about letting go of control. What does that look like? How can I surrender more? How can I just be in this place of releasing? And today on the podcast, I want to talk to you about trusting in divine timing. Maybe you can relate to this. You have found yourself in this entrepreneurial journey working really, really hard. Like you are hustling and maybe you've been at it for six months, a year, maybe even longer, but you still do not have the results you want. And when you get quiet, when you're by yourself, it's almost like you know in your heart that you're at a crossroads. And so the options are A, you keep moving forward, but what would that look like? Or do you pivot? Do you completely give up? And you've probably invested a lot into this. First of all, your time, your resources, your energy. I mean, everything. Thousands of dollars, perhaps, into business coaching, buying programs to help you, learning how to network, learning how to do sales. I mean, you know, all the things, right? And you might even have found yourself like a little bit at your (laughs) wits end thinking, okay, I am overextended at this point and I have got nothing. The well has run dry. And here's the thing. 
when you get to that point, it can be really scary because who wants to admit that, right? You don't want to actually say like, oh my gosh, this is where I'm at. I've, you know, tapped out. I have no more money. I have no more resources. I can't even invest in coaching anymore. It just, it feels really, really hard. And you might even be hiding this from your peers, even from your mastermind group, from people you're in coaching with, because you are afraid that they're going to think you're not capable of doing the thing, running a business, coaching, and you definitely don't want to tell your family because it would be like admitting defeat. So if this sounds like you, you are not alone. So to say that I have been there is a complete understatement because I have totally been there. I have been there many times. I have gone back and forward so often that it was like I was on a freaking yo-yo and it doesn't feel good. I know that it is probably one of the hardest places to be. It's very emotionally draining. Uh, It's almost as though you you think to yourself, like, this is the biggest dream I've ever had. And now what am I going to do? And you get to a point where you're like, okay, enough is enough. It's just not worth it. The stress is too much. The constant pressure is too much. Fear of not having enough, enough money, enough time, enough resources. It just can be very overwhelming. And for me personally, I've landed in that position many times and, you know, got to a point where my body, my nervous system was totally shutting down because of the amount of stress, worry, anxiety, and the pressure that I was putting myself under. So here's the thing. And I know this is might be hard to hear, but it actually goes much deeper than just having a successful business. Yeah, I know, right? But that is how it's manifesting right now. It's showing up in that right now. But if you were doing something else, it would likely show up in another way. So the root cause, what is actually the problem is much deeper than can I be successful in business? So I know this firsthand because I've experienced it myself. I've done the work, the inner work myself. And I've also heard many, many clients tell me the same thing. And, you know, when we're talking about being an entrepreneur and being in business. You might think that the reason you're not successful is because you're not smart enough or you don't have the right systems or you don't have haven't hired the right coaches to help you get there. But here is the real reason. When you're an entrepreneur, you are on this personal development journey. And the reason why you're not successful yet is because you don't 100% trust yourself. Yeah, I know, right? So subsequently, and I mean, you might be like, well, Andrea, like I do trust myself. But I'll tell you, friend, There are so many more layers to trust than you would think. So you might be struggling with trusting the process. You might be struggling to trust the timing. You might be struggling to trust that your higher power source, God, is helping you and that you can 
surrender and release and actually let go of control. So I want to tell you a story today, and it's about my own journey with divine timing. And it takes place back in college. I was part of a traveling singing group. We were called Frontline. And we had the opportunity to tour the USA and Canada. And I have to say, friends, <laughs> if you've ever like been 10 people in a 15-passenger van hauling around a trailer for months on end, it is something else. But during one of our tours, we had a two-week break. And because my family was so far away, I ended up staying at the college for two weeks by myself. And I was the tour manager at the time, so I had quite a bit of work to do, but I didn't want to go that far. And to be honest with you, I just really didn't have the money or the resources to go very far. My parents were like three days driving away, so it wasn't like I was going home. And all of my other friends from college were back at their homes, and the rest of my tour mates they were also visiting friends and family and having a vacation. So it was the weirdest feeling being there all alone on campus. Now there were people on campus, but there was no one in the dorm that I was in. And I literally stayed like several nights in this dorm by myself, completely alone. Now these are the same dorms that I lived in during the year. It was bustling with people like I mean there was hundreds of girls in the dorm when I lived in there but this particular couple weeks it was like literally an empty building it was super creepy anyways um the rooms were like these cement walled rooms basically what you would picture in any college movie that you'd see and they did not have a kitchen the cafeteria that I normally ate at was closed because it was summer. So I had to make do with bringing my microwave from my storage unit, which was off campus. And I had like my kettle and whatever else I needed, right? So I was given a stipend to live off of from my tour group. And it was basically to last us a certain amount of time. And since I hadn't gone home to see my family, I wasn't like getting home cooked meals. I wasn't, you know, getting what everybody else was getting. I was basically like going to Walmart and I was getting, you know, loaves of bread, peanut butter, jelly, ramen noodles, you know, anything that I could make in a microwave. And as I was nearing the end of that two week, two, uh, two week break, I found myself running low on cash. And, uh, to say I was running low, it was like, oh yeah, I was I was low. I was pretty much out of it. And honestly, I was too proud to ask for help. I didn't want to bother any of my friends. I definitely didn't want to, you know, admit anything to my family. And I was like, okay, how am I gonna come up with some money to get by for the the next few days? Because as soon as tour resumed, we were completely taken care of. Like then we got food again. We had money that they gave us to eat every day and our host families would make us dinners and all that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't have to worry about anything. But during the time that I was on this two week break, I was, it was basically up to me. So 
I had heard that many of my friends had donated plasma. So I found the plasma center phone number in a phone book. Yep. It was back way back then in 1997 when you didn't have the internet. You just basically used the phone book to find out what the, the phone number was. And I made an appointment. Well, I called for an appointment and they told me when to come. And I asked, okay, well, how much am I going to make? And they were like, $25. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's great. 25 bucks. That's going to go a long way. So a day before the appointment, I started to get really nervous. I am not a fan of needles. I do not like needles. In fact, I've really not been sick very much in my life except for my junior year in college, which was the year before that, when I had mono. That was like the only time I've really ever been really sick. And I was like down for the count. So, you know, there was part of me that was like, you know, you've had mono and you don't really like, you know, um, any of, you know, like taking needles or doing any of that. So I was kind of like, I really don't want to have to do this. But if it's like my last resort, then I guess I'm going to have to do it. So I sat there thinking, oh, I just wish that something would happen. And I remember being in the music lobby of the college that I went to. And I was sitting there because some of our profs were there for the summer working. And so during the day, I had an opportunity to see them and talk to them. And literally, like the the college was so desolate that I would take anybody's conversation at that point. So I would hang out there and I would just literally like sit there and read and do whatever because I didn't even have a TV in my room, I had nothing. So anyways, I'm sitting there and I kid you not, my friend Hannah waltzes through the music lobby, plops down beside me on the couch and waves a white envelope in front of me and says, hey, did you get your check yet? And I'm like, what check? As it turns out, she was my bandmate. We were all getting $25 for something we had paid for months and months ago. I couldn't even believe it that it was the exact amount that I was going to get from plasma. And it was the exact amount that I was like, I need $25. I literally jumped off the couch, ran up the stairs to the music office, basically abandoning Hannah and got my check. Now, here's the thing, friend, that moment changed me forever because it was the first time in my life that I'd ever had something like that happen. Now, up until that point, I never really had the need for it to happen. I certainly didn't have to wonder where my meals were coming from. I was always taken care of. Um, You know, I really didn't feel like I lived in any kind of scarcity. And here's the thing, like, oftentimes you don't know what your subconscious beliefs are until there's an opportunity for them to be revealed. And I have to say that it was really interesting because during those weeks, that is where my scarcity mindset really came forward. It, it started to reveal itself. And honestly, in the end, I was given that $25. I was totally taken care of. God showed up and I really was able to, you know, get what I needed. 
but I still had this underlying fear that I was not going to be taken care of. And it was a subconscious imprint. And I didn't know then, I do now because I've done a lot of extensive work around it. But it was really something that was generational. It was something from the past. And I was now starting to feel the scarcity and experience the scarcity. Maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you've found yourself in a similar situation. And up until now, when you've been an entrepreneur, you always kind of known you're going to be okay. Like nothing had ever really happened. You were always working a job, your bills were paid. Maybe things were tight, but you weren't like in a scarcity mindset. But the moment you became an entrepreneur, all your fears basically came out to play. And right now they might be plaguing you. They actually might be haunting you almost to a point, telling you that you're never going to be successful no matter what you do. You're just not ever going to get there in business. You might as well give up right now. You should just give up the dream, get a job, you know, become a greeter at Walmart. Like, you know, I mean, seriously, who has not had those thoughts, right? Not only are those thoughts running amok and creating complete havoc, but your nervous system is literally going wild. And you probably are feeling anxious, you're overwhelmed, you're emotionally all over the place, and yet completely numb all at the same time because you can't process your emotions. Maybe you're waking up in the middle of the night with these crazy thoughts and fears and thinking about everything, driving yourself right over the edge. And yet, you show up with a smile online. Everything's fine. You know, everything's good. You get to help everybody. Okay, if that is you, you're not the first person to do that. Let me tell you that. Because almost every single, single person that I talk to, work with, partner with, has had that element of mindset work that they need to go through. And it is coming from a very deep place. It's not just about whether or not you're going to be successful. It is so much more deep rooted than that. Because your fears are your subconscious thoughts. And those thoughts can go back generations, they can go back lifetimes. And you may not have really even had a hand in in developing them. Maybe it was something that was said to you or spoken to you um, when you were, you know, a baby was in the womb, it was, you know, from passed on from generations, there are many, many causes and reasons of why it's happened. And often, until we do the work, we don't know, we don't know why it's there. But it's going to keep on happening, it's going to keep on showing up until you do the work to shift it. So maybe it shows up in am I going to be successful now? But I'll tell you what, if you don't do the work now, it's going to show up in another area of your life in a whole new way, because it's been brought to light. And now it's playing, and it wants your attention. And so you have to deal with it, right? The reason why I can speak to this is because quite honestly, this is the journey that I have been on myself over the years. To say that I needed mindset work, oh my gosh, friend, like, I really did. Like I tried everything. I was doing all of the things and I had no idea 
how many beliefs I had, things that were just really keeping me from moving forward in my life. And I was like, I didn't really have that much happen. So like, what's the problem here? But there were many, many generational things that were at play that I had to work through, break, reconceptualize. And not only does it help me, but it also helps the generations moving forward. And when you do the work, it does the exact same thing for you. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. That is why I think that it is an integral part of growing a business, being successful as an entrepreneur, as a coach, as a human being. Like, I cannot stress enough how much this is going to shift your life. So when I work with my clients, we partner together and we do a specific process. And the first part of the process really is about identifying what are those limiting beliefs? What are those struggles? What are those things that are showing up? We can do um, any number of things to find that out. NLP, neuroscience, really like tapping into, okay, what is actually the root belief, the origin of this belief so that we can reconceptualize it. So I ask questions, we talk about it. Um, Sometimes it, it just naturally comes out. Sometimes we have to do a little bit of digging around until we find it, but we eventually do because it usually just shows up. And then once you know where it originates, that's when you can do the work using time techniques, using hypnotherapy, using tapping, just using conversation sometimes just even shifts it. I mean, we do whatever it is that we need to do to shift that thought for you and reconceptualize it. Then comes the part of the coaching process called integration. Now it takes at least 63 days to integrate a new thought because what's happening is you're creating new neural pathways. So the way that the brain is wired, that is the brain is not the mind. However, the mind is what helps you to determine what actions you're taking and outworking the things in your body as well. So we want to reestablish new neural pathways so that you can act on the new thought. You can take action, inspired action out of that. If you don't integrate the new thought, you're going to go back to the old one and you're going to take action out of the old thought. So we have to do the work to integrate the new thought, mind, body, spirit. Okay. And so that really is how we are taking it to the next level. This work completely changed my life and it changed It's changed many of my clients as well, both personally and within their business. And that's really just even scratching the surface of what happens when we are working together. But on a more personal note, I have seen a huge change in how I approach my life because of this work and how I perceive my life, perceive myself, perceive my opportunities, all of those things, because now I know that I can release those old thoughts, I can release control, I can trust that I am being held, I can trust that there is, you know, a greater higher power than me working on my behalf, so I can create a successful life 
and a successful business. Now, just like that day that I received that $25 check, (laughs) I will never forget that day because I remember thinking, wow, like the very thing that I needed, God came through right at the right time. And some days I wish that I could go back, rewind the clock and really get it, like really, really understand what had happened that day. And instead of, you know, just really being in gratitude about it, I, I really let the scarcity, I really let it in, I have to say. And that's kind of why I spent the next 20 years battling those thoughts, because I really didn't know what was happening at the time. But now looking back, I think to myself, okay, that was the moment that it, it appeared if I had only known then what I know now, I would have saved myself so much pain, so much heartache, and I would have been able to maybe move forward faster in my life. But coulda, shoulda, woulda, you know, that's the way life turned out. And I totally believe that, you know, God is working everything out for me, that it's for my good no matter what the situation, no matter how things turn out, even if they're hard and challenging, because I wouldn't be doing the work I am today if I hadn't gone through all that I went through over those many years after that particular time. So the one thing that I want to share with you today is that you have to trust in divine timing. You have to trust that everything is working out for you, whether it's in your business, whether it's in your personal life, whether it is really being able to bring a dream to life, no matter what it looks like for you, God is working on your behalf, helping you to really co-create a life that you feel very passionate about. And if you're at that place in your life where you're like, Andrea, this is like, you are talking about my situation. You are speaking my language. I want to encourage you to jump on a discovery call with me. Let's talk about where you're at right now. Maybe it's something that you need that's just a quick win, or perhaps it's working one-on-one long-term to really go through some of these mindsets that have kept you in overwhelm. Whatever it is, let's hop on a call, let's talk it out, and let's see if this is the right fit for you. And I'm going to leave the link in the show notes for you, but you can go to andreacrisp.ca forward slash schedule. Friend, thanks for hanging out with me. And remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crelly.